0: Hey, everybody. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know, hey, everybody. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that we have started a brand new streaming channel. You can find it at twitch.tv forward slash does it roll and it's some of the folks from How We Roll and also uh, Aram Vartian from God's Fall and we've come together to create a really highly produced show and we're going to be doing a whole load of different things and we've already released our first show which was The Code which is a Call of Cthulhu scenario. Um, It may appear on our podcast feed um, but you can watch it right now both which is a, both as a Twitch VOD um, and on our YouTube channel which there's a link to that both in the show notes of this show um, and also if you go to twitch.tv forward slash does it roll there's a link there I really hope you can check it out and I really really hope you like it it was an absolute blast to play um, so yeah please do check it out Um now on with the show Hello and welcome back to How Your World Podcast Does Masks of Nyland Athertap. Uh, my name is Joe Trier and tonight I'd like to welcome you to Endgame, or at least that's what it kind of feels like. Um, we're going to do some very, very quick introductions. We are going to do a very quick recap and then we're going to get on with the show. So as I said, my name is Joe Treer, And tonight I'll be playing Sebastian Danvers, uh,
1: intrepid adventurer and uh, Cambridge University professor. Um, welcome back to the show, Owen.
0: How are you doing and uh, who are you playing tonight?
2: I'm doing good, Joe. Uh, I'm playing the young Mr. McNulty, the ex-Irish sailor who's just now living in Peru, making money however he can, you know?
0: Nice. Uh, Veronica, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, and, uh, and who are you playing tonight?
2: Hey,
3: everyone. I'm doing so well, and I am playing Tess, a little spooked out about where we're going.
0: Yeah, I've, I've got horrible memories the last recording. I'm <laughs> sure it's fine.
3: Mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to <key> work.
0: <laughs> uh, Murph, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, and uh, who are you playing tonight?
4: Doing good. I'm playing Jackson Elias, because my last character went incurably insane. I'm sure he's not going to turn up. I'm sure oh, <laughs> that was the last we've
5: seen of him. I'm certain. And uh, our last player tonight, welcome back. Seth, how you doing? And uh, who are you playing tonight? I'm doing fine, and I'm uh, I'm playing uh, Dwayne Kemper, Grease Monkey Mechanic, who's uh wanting to see about these, these bird monsters, or whatever they are, kind of vomiting into the, <laughs> the pyramids. <laughs> And uh, our brave and
0: intrepid keeper tonight. (laughs) Welcome back to Chase. Yes,
6: thank you. Yes, uh, this this is, I think, a long time coming, but you have finally made it to the pyramid, and I'm sure nothing but good things will happen from this point onwards.
0: Well, I think, I mean, guessing, are we about sort of 17 hours in? Is that about average for this um, scenario?
6: (laughs) I've (laughs) never had it run for longer than 12 hours before, and that that was long.
2: It was 17 great hours, I'll have you know. Okay, well, I mean, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: and obviously, I remember, and I'm sure all of us remember exactly what happened in the last oh, yeah. episode, but um, for anyone at home that may have forgotten a few tiny little details, could you do uh, a very quick recap?
6: <laughs> of course. While you had spent a few days traveling across the Andean Highlands, you had a rough idea on your map of where this pyramid that Larkin had tried to Trick you into going to all that time ago might be you you lucked into the fact that you saw some Pishtaku or at least first of all you came across a couple of their victims and then you saw them travelling across some grassland and you followed them. It's now late afternoon. And you're in a vantage point overlooking this small plateau that's sticking out uh, from the side of a hill, overlooking some fairly deep valleys. And on that plateau, it's all very dusty and run down, but there are some ruins of some kind of set of structures. You've seen walls there, you've seen a pit that appears to be full of decomposed bodies or skeletal remains. And you've seen this pyramid. The pyramid looks like it's perhaps largely buried by silt, uh, but there, it's a stepped pyramid. And you saw these two Pishtaku um, climb the the steps of the pyramid one after another, and go up to this crack that was across the top. And... In turn, each one of them disgorged all the fat from his belly, vomiting it into the crack. Yeah, I think at that point, I'm I'm not entirely sure what you did in character, but I seem to remember there was a lot of abuse shouted at me out of character, and that's pretty much where we left it.
2: <laughs> it was fully earned, to be fair, Scott. You brought it on yourself. I mean, come on, it was vomiting bugs into a pyramid. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's gonna be easy. I can I can sense it.
4: I just know that I can't die, so it's great. (laughs) (laughs)
6: You you say that like we're playing the longer campaign, Murph. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, uh, just to set the scene again, it is late afternoon. Uh, The air is beginning to get quite chill there's wind blowing all around and the wind as it's blowing down through these ruins below seems to be producing this strange piping sound or at least you assume it's the wind you hope it's the wind maybe the two Pishtaku taku you saw left the pyramid and clambered down into this pit of bodies and disappeared out of sight and now I mean apart from that eerie piping it is quiet down there
0: and the piping seems to be coming from the ruins or the pyramid or just I'm not really sure.
6: You're not really sure. Yeah, it's, it's got to be the wind. What else could it be?
5: Is is the piping more like just kind of just sound like the wind or does it have like a, a, a tonal kind of flow to it?
6: Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Give me a listen roll.
5: Well, oh, I'm going to automatically fail that. You know that, Scott. <laughs> Let's
4: see. Yeah, can each of us do a listen or, or just... Uh, sure, so. yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: well, oh. I, I have yeah. a 55, but I rolled a 98.
6: Well, it's not a fumble oh. at least. It could be a lot worse. <laughs>
0: um, Sebastian passes with a 31 versus 40. Oh no, I, I rolled a
6: 92
4: versus
3: 55. <laughs> okay. And I have a 34 versus 60.
6: Okay, so at least three of you are fairly confident that these sounds are coming from the ruins. And, yeah, you're you're perhaps not entirely sure what they are, but the more you listen to them, the less sure you are that it is just the wind.
1: What the hell is that sound? It sounds... it's really creepy. I'm really worried it's coming from that pit. I mean, it it looks like bodies, but after the experiences we've had over the last few... (laughs) Days? <laughs> Weeks? It feels like a very long time <laughs> that we've been chillin', Jen. pretty
4: sure it's I, just I mean... birds flying overhead. That's all that was. Yeah, Nothing it's, it's
5: birds of the wind.
4: Yeah, no big deal.
5: Uh, are you guys
2: for real thinking that's that's the wind or, or birds? It sounds like, like these goddamn panpipes that this whole country seems to love. I mean, actually, I've kind of partial a bit of panpipe music, but maybe it's panpipes?
3: I mean, I've heard that before, but I, I, I can... Definitely tell you it's not that, and it sure shit ain't the wind. So, uh, something spooky's going on down there, y'all.
0: Can Sebastian do a clairvoyance roll? Oh, yes. I haven't thrown up in a while.
6: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I yeah. With your clairvoyance, you don't need any association with what it is you're looking at, do you?
0: I mean, I think you can choose what it is. Like if I reach out and touch the ruins or something like that.
6: Okay, then yes, give me a clairvoyance roll to try to scout out the ruins ahead of time.
0: Um, I got 67 versus 65, so I'll spend that two luck.
6: Okay. So, yeah, you tapping into this ability that you are learning to control more and more, you trust your intuition and send your, your thoughts out in the direction of the ruins down there. For a start, you get the impression of darkness and things crawling around in darkness, like grubs or worms, way down there under the earth. And then you can see some of them crawling and wriggling around amongst the bodies. Yeah, you had this vision a while back, where you were trying to get some idea of, of what lay ahead for you. And you saw something there in the darkness. And now you realise it is what is at the heart of this pyramid. This great roiling mass of flesh. of Well, something that's like flesh. It's white, it's pale. It seems to be made of lots of different parts, but it seems to be one. Just these, these slippery, tiny little things wriggling over each other. and Just merging into each other every now and then changing and and reshaping and then just splitting off the game. And, yes, it is there. It is definitely there under that pyramid. And you can feel now how much it wants to get loose. And I think this is a good opportunity for a sanity roll.
0: (laughs) That sounds about right. Okay, so... uh, Oh, shit. I've got a
6: 90. (laughs) okay. Then uh, versus sixteen. Then you lose sixteen points of sand.
2: Oh Christ! <laughs> Shh. Uh, yeah. Okay, man's so. I mean, how can you lose sixteen more points? <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, I mean, the rest of you see Sebastian go into this trance-like state. He's sitting down there, just at the edge of the grass. You know, there in the the dust that's blowing around. The shadows are lengthening all around you, and yeah, you realise. That he's just not coming out of this state. That he's he's twitching. There's, his lips are moving like he's talking to something. There's something dribbling out of the corner of his mouth. That for a moment you think must be spittle, but it's not. It's just white and gelatinous, and it's just dribbling down. Do you need me to roll an intelligence? Uh, Check. no. Well, well, no. You're you're indefinitely insane at the moment, so don't worry about that. Oh god, okay. <laughs> I should check that box. Oh, you do get some Cthulhu Mythos, though. Nice,
0: okay. How much?
6: Have you gained Cthulhu Mythos through losing sand before?
0: Uh, I must have done because I've got. Well, I have 10 Cthulhu Mythos, I don't know where that's right. from. Right,
6: in which case you'll. G- oh, hang
0: on. No, maybe that's my, um. talent. Yeah, that's my talent, so no, oh, I right.
6: so you get another five.
2: Fifteen,
5: Cthulhu Mythos, and you're not even little mental yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, so he's he's drooling this this white stuff here. Uh,
6: yeah, the smell the smell of this is just appalling. The, the, this rancid fat smell.
5: Oh, yeah. I got it. So it's it's like fat dribbling out of his mouth. Oh, yes. Um, okay. Uh, it, I have like no medical stuff, but first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna see if I can if I can lay him down, get his head to the side, and then I'm gonna slap him really hard across the face. Oh no! <laughs> oh, You're you my hero. <laughs> you, you slap him and
6: th- there's no response, but you can see that there's now white liquid pooling up in his eyes as well.
5: Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, um. Oh god, well. I'm going to, I'm just going to have to slap him again. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay. Yeah, you slap him again, but no response.
5: Do I think he's drowning?
6: Uh give me a first aid roll. To, to try to determine whether his airways are clear
5: <laughs> well then I'm going to be guaranteed to think the wrong thing, hold on
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I did this clairvoyance roll. we got so much information <laughs> out of it I, I made
6: it 29 out of 30 <laughs> nice Woo. so so yeah you you managed to position him in such a way that yeah the, the the liquid that's pooling up in his mouth doesn't go down his throat so it is now just drooling out of his mouth into the the dust
5: is is and is he still muttering oh yes something yeah it
6: it it seems to be in spanish
1: <laughs>
5: um,
3: uh, <laughs> I'm very good at Spanish.
1: <laughs>
5: well, I, say, I, I, I do understand Spanish, but I'm still also going to try to like elevate his legs. That's, that's what they told us elevate their legs.
6: Yeah. Well, yeah. You're elevating his legs. I and mean, yeah, I mean, you speak Spanish, you can pick this out that he is, he seems to be offering up, Some kind of prayer or beseeching, something. The name. It takes you perhaps a moment to piece it together. Is the Father of Maggots? Oh, that's Uh,
5: that's 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 nice. That's that's nice.
4: Um, It's just what I want to hear whenever he's babbling uh, incoherently. Um.
5: does, does Danvers have a canteen? Do I have a canteen see if I can splash some water oh, on his sure. face? Yeah,
6: yeah. I mean, you've, 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 you're properly kitted up, so I'm sure you've got
5: plenty of water between you. Just splash it on his face. Tell him to snap out of it. Snap out of it, Danvers. Okay,
6: and yeah, I mean, he does start snapping out of it. I mean, Danvers, you know, feels himself... Perhaps coming slightly out of the darkness. I mean you can see the faces of the people all around you, but at the same time there is part of your vision and part of your mind that is still down there in the darkness with all the white wriggling things. And you're not sure that that you're ever going to break free of that.
0: Danvers kind of just stares up at the two of you, and then in a moment of sort of lucidity just goes
1: please. Just let me go. I'm, I'm lost. Please, don't don't come any closer or the darkness will take you to.
5: Aww.
3: I'm going to sad for you. <laughs> I should do that in character, actually.
2: Aww. <laughs> uh, just trying out there, maybe we let him go and we listen to what he says.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna start digging through his books to see if he has anything worthwhile at all. Is there a copy of my work in here at all? Isn't there's a lot of um, lot of shoes, <laughs> multiple white Oxford dress shirts.
2: Seriously though, like, should we let him go to the darkness? I mean, what's he done for us lately? I mean, the situation's changed now.
4: No, I don't know. Danvers is nothing.
2: having
3: seizures this whole time we've been down here. He's puking all over himself. You know, having moments where he's learning information from God knows where. So I, I don't know. I don't think the situation has actually changed that much.
5: Well, now uh, he was, uh, yeah, he was talking about the uh, uh, praying to the father of maggots. And uh, you remember when? Remember when the guys went um, a little eccentric before?
2: Uh, what guys are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember this. No,
5: no, no, nothing you need to worry about. Yeah.
3: Maybe we just take his weapons, you know? That's a good (laughs) idea. I say we start with that. (laughs) Clear him of all weapons, and... and, and Like, if we need a sacrifice, maybe we just push him on in, you know? (laughs)
5: Look, I'm just saying that... that,
4: I don't know. I don't think we can kill him. I mean, that's going a little bit far, but I think we should definitely take his weapons. That's, that's a well, good idea.
3: Well, if it a, us versus him, you know.
4: I mean, he's just, he's just mumbling on the ground. He's been mumbling for days on end now. So, I mean, I, I don't think <laughs> that we need to kill him just yet.
5: I don't say kill him. It's
3: just. Well, She just, said
4: kill him. I mean, let's not jump oh, no, to conclusion.
3: I didn't say kill. I said sacrifice. Those are different. R- um. Right.
4: <laughs> There's a moral ambiguity there that we're not going to get into.
2: I mean, let's not rule it out, maybe. I mean, if will, we'll see what happens.
0: So from a voice that sounds like it's coming from the bottom of a well, you hear him
6: say,
1: "Uh, You know, I can still hear
6: you. One thing I will point out, by the way, is that you are losing light at this stage. It's not quite dark yet, but it gets dark quite quickly up here in the mountains, and it is definitely coming up to dusk.
0: Can I just confirm something about the vision? So you said that there was worms amongst the bodies. Is that it? the bodies in this pit? Did I visualize?
6: Mm. Well, maybe not there, but you, you definitely saw... You definitely saw them crawling around a body somewhere.
3: Danvers, I think that before we carry on any further, you know, like I said, you've been throwing up, you've been, you know, seizing up, just all sorts of things are happening with you. And if if you're locked in or keyed into some kind of information that might be helpful to us it'd be real good for you to share that right now
0: um, Scott I mean can I can I set up like how's Danvis doing right now is he still kind of having a fit on the floor no you're not
6: having a fit like I say I mean you you are coming back to the world but you know there, there, there is this horrible feeling that you are in two places at once that you you are there firmly within the moist embrace of the father.
0: So Danvers sort of rubs his eyes and sort of looks up at the, I guess, gathering dusk and goes,
1: "It's so dark. When, when did it get so dark? How, how long have I been out? Is it, is it midnight?"
4: It's been about three minutes.
1: God, it's. I just. I can't. I just can't see. It's. There's something. There's something reaching out. A, a dark thing, made up of, of worms or maggots or.
4: I just think your uh, your 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 paranoid delusions are just getting the better of you here, Danvers. We just need to move on. We've got to get to this. Uh, see what's causing all this crazy here.
1: The the father of maggots wants freedom, and I think we're its best hope. We need to tread carefully.
2: All right, uh, Father Maggots, we're its best hope. What do you mean by best hope? I, I'm sure we can help you. Yeah.
1: He's he's in there he's in that pyramid they're feeding him and he's growing
5: well they're growing that's, that's another motivation to to spackle that crack up um, also if your, if your cheeks hurt you just kept slapping yourself we tried to stop you <laughs> <laughs> just wipe some blood and fat off from his nose
0: and he sort of sprays it on <laughs> the ground and stands up and goes let's end this
2: Let's kill this thing. Did Denver just become a '90s superhero, like action star, like The Cage? What what has happened?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've already taken his weapons off of him. Good
2: yeah. thing I bought this
1: giant revolver. <laughs> Shit.
4: <laughs> okay, Denver, you lead the way. You it, seem to know where we're going. Cage. Yeah, we'll we'll cover your back.
2: You mean cover his back in case he goes like crazy and turns on us, right?
4: Cover your back. It's all the same.
5: About how far away is the the pyramid from us? It's
6: probably, I mean, it's only maybe a few hundred yards away, but it involves going down the side of the mountain, down this fairly precarious path, and then out onto this, this sort of plateau that's jutting out. So it's not a straightforward walk. It's going to be quite difficult getting your pack animals down there um yeah you know, there's a very good chance that they'll just refuse to go down there and th- it will certainly be dangerous for them if you do take them
3: I think we had decided not to take the pack animals, but isn't dwayne like severely injured um because I no. shot you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I'm so I'm, at I'm still <laughs> at 23. We had a good first aid after that. Okay. Yeah. Great. Shot and went, then saved. It went through <laughs> and <it>. through.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's only a little shot. He doesn't have like a shotgun wounds to the chest like some of us. <laughs> 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 All
3: right. So as long as we're good, I, I think we should just get on with it, you know? Let's go on.
2: Uh, Tess is. Definitely right. We should return this gold. Uh who has that gold? You know, return it, close out who the purse. The... All that stuff. That's great. Question. I think we left it back in. <laughs> <We laughs> Leave <left left laughs> the gold. No, the, the, the gold yes. bar, right?
6: Yeah. yeah. Which which you have brought with you, yes. I was... uh, which one of you, which one of you does have that?
4: I think Ruthman has all of that, if I'm honest. I'm not really sure.
3: Well that was a mistake.
6: <laughs> <laughs> who actually does
2: have it? Uh I don't remember any of who took it? I don't remember.
1: I've got it!
6: <laughs> Go. <laughs> oh,
2: jeez.
0: And then he will sort of like drunkenly start well, well, swaying well, actually, down the actually, path.
6: Actually, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, as, as you reach into your backpack to to take this out and show the others that you've got it, um, you know, you've got it wrapped up in cloth, but you, you know, pull the, the gold out a little bit. And as it touches your hand, you can feel it. It's burning your hand. And it, feels, it, it, it feels impossibly hot.
1: Oh, Christ. But where did you leave my bag? In an oven?
6: Yeah, I mean, the rest of you can see blisters uh, uh, raising up on Danvers's palm.
1: I was only out three minutes. What did you do? This is a, this is an awful joke. Sean, was this you? It's not funny.
2: No, it wasn't me. If it was a prank from me, it would have been hilarious, first of all. Second of all, I would have taken the goal.
0: So, like, Danvers will sort of put his hand close to it. Does it feel hot? No. And he'll like touch it with a
6: finger, and almost immediately your finger starts blistering.
3: Oh Christ!
1: What's what's going on? Why don't you why you try it?
6: I'll try that. It feels perfectly fine to you. Perfectly, I mean, it's just cool, cold gold. And, And 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 what is engraved on it? these markings that you know, no one has managed to translate they these rather strange blocky markings that look like a language of some kind but no one so far has been able to decipher
5: okay. did Larkin ever touch this
6: gold like Not where did we get this you got okay. it from the university or rather from the museum in, in Lima
5: it was in, that, in the cellar wasn't it in the crate yes right. okay oh. And was the, was the Pishtaku trying to get that when we were there? Yeah, and and you did
6: actually find a bit of burnt skin on the bar when you recovered it.
5: Okay, so this is like the Crucifix in a Dracula movie. It burns Pishtakus. Yeah, then why is well, if, it well, I'm not a burning
4: Sebastian then?
5: That's yet to be determined. I'm going to take this bar of gold. I'll take it.
2: I- Sounds like he's a pustaku to me. Right. I mean, surely we can pistac-
4: I think it will purge the evil. We should just place it upon his skin and see if it drives the devil out.
0: Could I just do a bit of an archaeology roll? So, the is still with, young. Like, so with these, <laughs> so with these like stepped pyramids, is this just going to go straight down into like one big open area, or is there going to be like a, a series of passageways and rooms?
6: Oh yeah, give inside. give me that archaeology roll.
0: Okay, um, I got 19 versus
6: 56. Okay, so, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say for sure, but, I mean, you have, I mean... The the structure of this looks quite similar, or at least the structure of some of the walls you saw looks quite similar to the dig down just on you know, the other side of the border in Bolivia at uh, Tiwanaku. And certainly some of the artifacts you've seen look, you know, quite similar. The the carvings on the, the gold bar look a bit similar to some of the writing there. And you know that there was certainly a network of, of tunnels underneath that. Okay. So it's Assuming that this this thing
1: is buried deep in the ground like the um that story that um was her name Nehru? Uh Naira. Yeah,
6: what was the... N- Naira. No, what
1: that Naira told us. The um the trickster who managed to fool the god into the ground. That the top of the pyramid that's not the 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 area we need to close off. I think we're gonna to have to journey inside and find its tomb. Lovely. Can't we just plug the crack and call that a day? The thing that's inside is huge and it's
5: growing stronger. And once again, we have to go in there.
1: (laughs) Well, let's say we just go and I don't know, put a a rock on top, then, you know, give it a week or so and someone's going to take that rock off and it'll and carry on puking into it or leave it longer and this thing will get out itself.
4: What if we just drop the gold bar through the top? Because we know it's burning. You know the 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 maggot people like uh, Danvers here. So maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll burn them as well.
1: The way the way I picture it is it is that inside that pyramid is a tomb, a sarcophagi or something made of gold bars like this. A wall of them, and this gold bar has left a crack.
5: We need to replace it. No, this just, just keeps getting better. Um. Okay, Uh, we still got two pishtakus and maybe another. Um, Sorry, I think the correct Spanish is pishtakai. (laughs) (laughs) It's pishtaku, too. See, it makes sense. Um, (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I say, uh, I say, we go ahead and, uh, and and gear up, go down, leave our uh, our animals here, and uh, and get going because it's night and there's never a time to op- to go into a scary tomb like nighttime.
4: Yeah, we should probably all separate as well, we'll split up, <laughs> we'll go all our in- individual ways. You know, what could <laughs> the worst that could happen?
1: I, I do actually need the toilet. I'll be right back. <laughs>
4: Got a long walk to find one of
3: them. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on the other side of one of our mules.
0: <laughs> Is it, isn't it, Haven't I got a llama called
6: Charlotte? <laughs> yes, <it>. yes <laughs> you have. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so you're heading down in the fading light down this this narrow path down towards the ruins, and yeah, I mean it, it's fairly tricky going yeah. You know, the path is quite rough in places you know, it's, it's strewn with rocks and debris so in the fading light here yeah, you have to be quite careful getting down there but you do eventually, it takes you perhaps a bit longer than you planned and by the time you get down to the wall that's surrounding the ruins it is pretty well full dark There is this, what looks like perhaps an old gateway in the walls. Then the path leads up to it. You can see that there is some kind of head carved, or or at least a carving of a head mounted into the top of the gateway. And with your lanterns you can pick out the details. It's this sort of very elongated sort of flat yeah, almost rectangular face with a huge open mouth
5: that's not ominous at all and, and didn't we see the, the pishtakai go into these ruins you did you saw them
6: clamber into the pit that was full of desiccated bodies I'm
5: going to stop and really listen before we go through this gate okay give me a listen roll I'm not saying I'm going to make this roll, but, you know.
4: <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm just going to double-check my 45 revolver and make sure it's all loaded and ready. For sure.
2: Sounds like a good idea. I mean, boy, it isn't it a good idea to have a loader?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> roll uh, 20 uh, is really
5: liking you, Seth. A, a, a 96 out of 55?
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why well, is th- the wind has picked up and you can't really hear anything over this whistling piping sound that now seems to be coming from all around you.
5: I can't hear anything over my own theme music. So... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's clear.
4: He says that and we will just stare at him out of the corner of my eye like, how many of these people are already crazy?
0: <laughs> so he's, he's got my rifle
4: someone else
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have my own rifle um, yeah
2: I have one too do we not drop it in the lake no
4: yeah I'll take it yeah I have it you have a pistol though so just don't shoot us in the back
0: I, I was I was joking about the pistol I have no no skills in no. handguns
4: I, d- I do have skills in rifle
2: <laughs> tell that to my chest uh, I don't think it was very skillful I, yeah,
4: I'm, I'm leery to give you a weapon.
2: <laughs> that's that's
0: that's fine. I've got Cthulhu Mythos guys.
4: <laughs> It's even worse.
2: Does no one remember he shot me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Danvers is is walked ahead the whole time, and okay. he's looking really dazed, and he keeps on like rubbing his eyes, and he's just gonna walk straight through this passageway. Like when everyone else yeah. is like paused, he's just gonna carry on walking straight through.
6: Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe kind of like walk through and then put his hand up against the wall just to.
6: Steady himself. I'm assuming everyone's got a light source of some sort. When you realise that everyone else has stopped, flashlight. Yeah.
4: Yeah, we were we were properly kitted up, as mentioned earlier. So I imagine we have some sort of torch or lantern or whatnot. Cool.
6: Then, yeah, in, as you go in, I mean you can see that there are a number of internal walls, The smaller walls than the external one you just passed by. Some of them are in ruins. Some of them are half covered in silt, uh, but yeah, they they. Yeah, maybe they're the remains of some kind of internal structure. Maybe they were decorative. It's hard to tell. What you can see is that a lot of them have got these weathered faces on that are very similar to the large one that you saw over the doorway. All these faces just carved out of stone, embedded in the walls all around. All of them with these huge gaping mouths.
0: So Danvers has kind of, I guess, walked through and he's maybe like 15 foot ahead and he's going to turn around and put his back to the the corridor or between the walls behind him and just sort of say, come, come on,
1: we, 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 there's no time to tarry, we have to, we have to end this, come on.
2: Someone's grown into the, the big brave adventurer role, I mean, like, come on guys, I guess we should probably follow him and help the poor guy out, he's going crazy.
3: Yeah, I agree.
4: I'm going to move forward as well, but I do want to know, the the faces on the wall, or the mouths that are gaping open, do those go all the way through, or is it just a relief that's open on, you know, is it, yeah. is it like a portal through the mouth?
6: It, it certainly seems to be deep, I mean, you know, as you shine the light on them, they, you know, they're, they're, it's, it's not just superficial, There's a fairly deep hole. And yeah, I mean, it's it's that point as as the wind picks up that you realize that yeah the, whisp- the the whistling piping sound you've been hearing is just the sound of the wind that's been going through all these getting yeah, and they they've been making these sounds like natural pipes.
4: Gotcha. Oh, that's what I was checking. So we'll, no. I'll follow Danvers as well. Uh, totally pleased with him leading the way in this instance.
6: <laughs> okay, well, as you're going into the uh, the ruins, the pit with all the bodies is over on your left-hand side. Ahead of you and back to the right is the pyramid. Uh, there are, like I say, a number of these walls all around. They, the ground is quite uneven. The silt is built up in places. You can see, you know, as you're flashing the torches around or... The lanterns around, you can see bits of stone and rubble underneath the silt in places. But yeah, the the main structures you can make out at the moment are the pit and the pyramid.
5: Well, let's avoid the pit. Just circle around.
4: But I uh, want to
3: pull up a little face mask. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm, I'm following Danvers with the assumption that he might have some otherworldly idea of where he's going. That may be completely erroneous, but that's that's the plan right now.
6: So, is Danvers pretty much following his intuition based on the connection that he made earlier?
4: Yeah, I
0: think he's in kind of a trance. Like, if his vision is still mm. dark, like he probably can't oh, yeah. really see anything, or it's, it's all shadows now, and he's sort of lost in a, a bit of a reverie.
6: So, Danvers is, is leading you around. He, he bypasses the pyramid, or at least he turns right past the pyramid. And he's leading you out towards the wall beyond the pyramid. Which one of you has got the lowest luck?
2: That's probably me. It's
6: probably Danvers. (laughs) He's got no. I've got forty-seven. Has anyone got less than forty-five?
2: Yep, I do. So I think
4: I'm the lowest. Ninety-one. Okay, so you're feeling lucky.
6: So you're all following Danvers, walking around towards the back of the pyramid then there is this sound all of a sudden of stone cracking and breaking and uh, uh, whoever is standing nearest McNulty can just see him just suddenly disappear. He's there one moment and the next, bang, he's gone.
4: Um, Right, Owen. Well, it was good having you in this game, man. I really appreciate it.
6: Um, what I will allow is, you know, for you to quickly make a you know, a, 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 new uh, a dexterity roll just to see whether you can catch yourself as the ground gives way under you.
2: Ah, you're so graceful. Let me just roll that and see how I get on.
3: So I'm also right in front of him. Can I roll to try and, like, reach an arm down as well?
6: Um, I mean, this happens so quickly that by the time you realize. Okay, yeah.
2: okay so I'm rolling my dexterity then, yeah? So, yeah, I got a a hard success, a 30 versus 75, which which is um, a hard success, yeah.
6: Okay, then that's a hard success. So, yeah, I mean, all of you saw McNulty disappear, but what he has managed to do, you you realize, as as you you fall down, that there was this stone that, that was precariously covering some kind of opening, some kind of pit. Uh, not not a pit, it's not big enough, but a hole in the ground, and as you stepped on it, it partly cracked and partly tilted, sending you falling down, but you've man- your reflexes have been good enough that you've managed to grab hold of the edge, and the rest of you can see McNulty just, his fingers digging into the, the stone edge and the silt as he is dangling above this, you know, probably you know, three foot by three foot square hole in the ground.
4: I'll reach down and try and pull them up if we can.
2: So, as they're pulling me out, can I see, like, anything down this hole? Is there anything at the bottom, any information? Or anything? Yeah,
4: it's just going straight down into darkness.
6: What I will say, though, is give me a luck roll.
2: Oh, boy. What a tiny look. Um, I mean, I passed.
6: Oh, fantastic. You... you- <laughs> you, you even managed to keep hold of your lantern. You didn't drop your lantern as, as you went in. Hooray! So yeah, you've got a light source, and you can see that the um, you, you seem to be in some kind of stone chimney um, that is going straight down for some distance.
2: Uh, guys, a little help here. This is like a straight the straight sheer drop down. It looks like almost a chimney. It's a straight vertical drop. A little help? Yeah, we'll yeah
4: help I'm reaching out. down to pull them
6: out, yeah. Okay, yeah, no role necessary for that between you. you managed to pull him, pull him to safety,
5: okay, uh, we really need to walk, watch where we're going
4: then meanwhile has has Danvers stopped, or has he just continued to walk yeah, straight forward
6: no I mean, da- Danvers I mean if he's still following his intuition, is standing there with the rest of you at the edge of this hole
1: this This is perfect. we needed a way down down to the father of maggots.
5: My faith in this is really... Um,
3: I'm wavering. I, <laughs> I'm wavering, y'all.
4: <laughs> I think you should go down first, and then we'll follow the long way. Um, shining my,
5: my, 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 my torch down, how deep does this look?
6: Uh, it doesn't go down... You know, It's not like a bottomless pit, but you, know, you have to angle the torch a little bit, and you reckon it's, I don't know, maybe 30 foot deep.
5: Okay, okay. And Danvers, you want to go down this?
6: And like
0: Danvers will step forward as if just to like drop into the pit without any rope. We're just going, and at the last minute, we'll I guess maybe bump into someone or no. I think he's just
5: gonna like walk <laughs> no. into it.
3: No, I will arm around your waist to keep you from
5: going down the fucking pit. Um, um.
3: Danvers, you got to have a rope or something. God, pull yourself oh, together.
1: I, um, sorry, I, 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 I something was calling me. I can hear this, um,
5: this piping,
1: this whistling sound. It's, it's,
3: it's got inside my head. Yo, I think we need to regroup here. Now, it, it doesn't seem like you're being a guide. So more, more like you're, you're leading us into the depths where we're, we're gonna get killed or something. We don't want to be Pish
1: no, I'm, I'm fine now. I'm, I'm so sorry, Tess. It's just... It's, it's this This sound that is... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine now. I'm fine now. Ed, should we get a rope or something?
6: Um...
4: Is there no other obvious way down? I mean, if we go forward any... If we look down the hall, or this corridor that we were in, further down the direction we were going, what do we see ahead of us, as opposed to just this giant hole in the floor?
6: Okay, so, yeah looking ahead, you know, following the you know, the direction you were heading if you go further above ground you're just going to hit an exterior wall going around to the left you're going around the back of the pyramid so yeah I mean if you spend a bit of time just sort of tracing the area around here you you reckon you've you know you can see a couple more stones which might be capstones to chimneys like this just from the size of them but uh, apart from that no, the only other way down you can see is the the charnel pit the pit that is full of skeletons and um, no, we're not going that way. nope, yeah. Nope. hard no were, 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 you, were, you, were you examining that pit at all or were you just giving it a wide berth wide, wide
4: berth. Bright berth wide, <laughs> wide
3: <laughs> we are cool. social and skeletal distancing <laughs> yeah.
4: nice, <No>. okay <laughs> Not in trying to stay out of smell shot of it as well. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna
3: nope. Who don't wanna puke like Danvers.
4: No. Some dignity left in the rest of us.
5: Um, okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> my, my my only problem is if we if we if we hook up a rope and we climb down, there what's gonna stop a Pishtaku from coming back by, taking our rope, and cutting it. And now we're trapped down there.
3: That is a very valid point.
5: That, that, yeah, that's, my, that's my biggest problem with going down the chimney into hell, is I would like to get back out of the chimney to hell.
2: Um, I mean, he makes a good point, but we could also climb down and then maybe once we're down in there, find a different way out, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe we come out at the hearth. And, and then there's a back door, there's a backyard. There's like a whole setup. Uh-huh.
4: Be a so nice guard you we in should there. battle
1: the Pish Tucky before taking on the Father's maggots?
5: Um, I think maybe there's an option C? There's always an option C.
4: I mean, when we did the, you had mentioned if we took the time to look around, it, there is only these capstones that lead down. There's no other seeming entrance below, other than maybe the charnel pit that we're not going yeah, into. Yeah,
6: I mean, that's certainly, that's certainly where the two Pish you saw clambered down. They clambered down through all the dead bodies in the charnel pit.
4: So I'm, I'm going to go look at the charnel pit.
6: Okay. Then yeah, these are, you know, it it, it is a big fairly roughly hewn pit in the ground and mm. it is largely filled with human remains. I, some of them are, you know, a lot of them actually are just plain skeletons by now some have got Leathered remains of flesh on them they, you know, there are a few of them which are perhaps a bit fresher and that is what is giving it its robust aroma. There you know there are still flies buzzing around there and there is very much the stench of death in the air. you could give me a spot hidden roll if you'd like
4: 69 versus uh, uh 60 nah, I'll spend nine luck. okay
6: then yeah as you look down you can see glints
4: uh, underneath
6: all the 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 bones and the bits of uh, mummified flesh and tattered clothing and so on down there in the bottom just every now and then you catch the glint of something metal and yeah you, well not just metal but gold Just they they appear to be maybe the occasional gold coins or bits of jewelry just scattered in amongst these corpses.
4: So, not like a like Danvers was describing, like a a walled tomb of gold is not what I'm seeing, but just glints of little gold pieces here or there throughout this giant decaying pile of desecrated corpses. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, does it look like it's easy to navigate down it? I mean, is it? Is it a safer option than falling down a thirty-foot hole?
5: Um,
6: it's—I don't know about safer. Um, you're going to have to clamber through quite a lot of dead bodies in order to do that. But they are, like I say, mostly skeletal or mummified. So, yeah, it's
4: now. It, would it be more easy to get out this way? Like, is this a potential exit for us, even if we don't go down it?
6: Potentially. I mean, the bodies don't reach quite the edge of the pit, but they're close enough that you could probably scramble up the, the last few feet of the, the pit.
4: So why don't we do this? Why don't we, we tie a rope here and throw it over the side so that we can reach it? And if we have to, we'll come up this way it, it, as a last resort. You know, if everything goes to hell, we'll climb up the body pile. Uh, Back to the surface. Otherwise, we can always use the rope on the other side, which is to the pit. That way, you know, if if nothing removes it, maybe we'll get lucky and we can just come up a safe, cleaner way. But that gives us two exits, which, you know, we were worried about. Even though they're not pretty exits and nothing about this is great, but.
5: I, I do like the idea of two exits. This is the way that we saw them go, right? Uh.
4: So I don't want to go down this one because they may be down there right now. But I figure if we prep it enough to where we can at least climb up a little bit of the pile and then grab a rope and then get the hell out, we might be all right.
2: I mean, I agree. Maybe we just get down there. We do what we need to do. Close this thing off and maybe pick up some gold on the way out, you know.
4: And I'll relay. There's a lot of gold down here. I see gold beneath us in this body pile. Like they've been throwing bodies and gold in this hole. So I'm not really sure what the deal is. Well, I'd say then we put a rope down there. I mean, that's probably the best way out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking would happen there. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're all on the same page, 100%. Okay.
4: Always good to have a backup way out. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, so let's do that. We'll, we'll we'll put one here, and then we'll go to the hole in the ground, and we'll go over there and put another one, and that's the one we'll actually go down. But the uh, the one at the body pit will be like an emergency exit, so to speak.
5: Okay, because my, my other plan was just to have Sean walk around on those other capstones see if he can open another one like he did earlier, you know.
4: I, I and open. <laughs> or uh... just throw uh, Danvers down one of the holes and say we're done.
2: <laughs> I second that idea. So what? <laughs> I can't really see. you.
5: Excellent. Just stay there, Danvers. So yeah. Um I'll uh, I'll, I'll do my rope down the, the charnel pit and oh, okay. secure it. Um
4: and
5: then Well, so but I'll the will have use it on movement. the other one.
4: <laughs> i'll do it on the other one at the uh at the hole that sean almost fell through
6: yeah i mean when I mean, that's the thing i mean as Dwayne is looking down the pit i mean as you're flashing this this torch backwards and forwards i mean the thing about looking through lots of stick thin bodies like this and and skeletal remains is they cast lots of strange shadows and as you're moving the torch backwards and forwards it's really hard to tell whether the bits of movement you can see are just the way that the light is casting shadows through them or whether there is actually any real movement down there.
5: Uh, Gonna work quickly then.
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna start setting up uh, the rope that's given to me by one of the guys and start climbing down this, this hole by me here and like motion for the other guys to follow me down.
5: Yeah. Do it quickly then hurry. So, you're clambering down the
6: chimney or down the channel pit?
5: Chimney?
2: Chimney, I think. Chimney. Chimney. Chimney.
5: Okay. Mm, Yeah.
6: And are you all going down?
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs)
3: Recommend we do not separate.
4: (laughs) Let's freaking do this. We're either going to die together or, you know, well, we're going to die together. We're going to die together.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So, who's going down last?
2: Yeah, who has to carry all of our bodies out? That's what we're saying, basically, is it? <laughs> you just get down there and there's like four dead bodies. <laughs> has anyone got a good climb?
4: Uh, I've got a 60 climb.
2: I guess it makes sense for you to go down last day with a good climb. Wait, how are you 60? I have don't a 60 know, climb? He
4: does, he's got a 60 climb. Uh, I'll go down last, I guess. To cover the rear, so to speak.
2: Okay.
6: Um. Then, yeah, I mean... I- as everyone else is clambering down, I yeah, it, and and yeah, I think almost everyone else has got down to the bottom. Uh, Jackson is just heading down, and I'll give you a chance for a spot
4: hidden roll. Okay. Uh, yeah, a forty-four out of sixty. Okay,
6: and yeah, just as you're having one last sweep. You know, just, just as you're you're on the rope heading down, the the lantern light goes over towards the entrance, and you just for a moment catch the sight of something pale and moving, and then it's out of sight.
4: Now, the entrance to the charnel pit, or the entrance no, to the... the
6: the entrance to the ruins, the big uh, gateway that you came yeah, through. Yeah, okay.
4: Well, that's not good. I'll I'll shimmy down even faster at this stage.
6: I probably
1: should have said in my vision there was some worms somewhere else as well, like away from the pyramid. I guess that could have been another
4: pishtaku or something. Might have been a, something you should have mentioned before now.
3: <laughs> I distinctly remember asking yeah. you to tell us everything that you had seen. That was really you,
4: important see, to you're, me. You're leaving very information. Confusing out. Vision. You're, you're, you're <laughs> leaving things sick. out after. It seems like you're doing this on purpose at times. I'm not sure.
1: Like. My eyes were actually full of fat. Like, I felt like a really bad joke.
4: I mean, we think you're a really bad joke a lot of the time anyway, but I I, I kind of get it.
1: You know, when I pictured Jackson Elias when I read him the first time, I thought he was a lot nicer than that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's the problem with having me be Jackson Elias. He's kind of an asshole all the time. <laughs>
6: so for those of you who've gone down the chimney already what you find at the bottom is a fairly low stone tunnel it's uh fairly square in shape uh but it's not that tall it's not tall enough for you to stand up straight it's you know about four feet in height um the ground is covered in mostly just dirt and silt, but there's bits of broken stone that have broken down, you know, fallen down into the silt. And so you're going to have to be quite careful. I mean, it, it, If you go th- over this at speed or co- you know, carelessly, you are going to cut the hell out of your hands, knees, everything else.
4: Is there any disturbance in the silt ahead of us? Like something else has come through here any time recently? Uh, no. No. All right, Danvers, up front.
1: Oh, so, sorry, Yes. Do you think we should go?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, you... something's up. I saw something uh, fleshy and white up top coming out of the temple or moving around the temple entrance there, so I don't really want to stay around the giant hole in the ground right now.
6: You're at what appears to be a, a T-junction. This has come down into the middle of a sort of three-way T-junction. You're fairly certain that the tunnel behind you both from the direction that it's going in, and from the smell that's coming that way, probably goes back towards the charnel pit. Okay. There is a short corridor that seems to open up into something larger just to your right, and then a corridor that is just running round to the left.
5: Let's say we take the right one.
4: I mean, I want to try and go in the direction of the temple. I think.
6: But... Yeah, you reckon that heading to the right is taking you away from the temple, or the pyramid at least.
4: Oh yeah, no, we want yeah. to go towards the temple. No, yeah. Yeah, so whatever, whichever pathway that one would it be. Okay. Yeah,
2: like, is there any way we can hear someone like a chanting or like templey type sounds or maybe footsteps from the pishtaku You know, aren't like that. Um.
6: Well, I, I mean give me listen
2: rolls. I will do one hundred percent.
4: I mean
6: just oh boy my listen. Ooh a three. Oh so yeah, Jackson certainly I have a five. So... Oh wow, okay. Well Jackson and Tess yeah. you know, pick out in the actually fairly still air down here a couple of things. Uh you can certainly hear the buzzing of flies and they mostly seem to be coming from the left towards where you think the pyramid is you can also hear the sound of dripping liquid water maybe uh, from down that way as well
4: and that's the direction of the temple Mm. I'll relay that to to the rest who didn't hear it thank you sir and then I'll nudge Danvers forward I think it's this way right Danvers
0: so Danvers is looking is 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 sort of hunching over and he sort of puts his hand to the wall and says,
1: "Fine, okay,
0: I'll lead the way and he starts edging forward through the darkness, but as if he can't really see so sort of using the wall to guide him
6: okay and maybe his right but-
0: hand has like a lantern or something mm.
6: you do well before you go very fur- uh, very much further. The corridor splits, so there is a, a turning off to your left, which goes down to, you know, a fairly short corridor from what you can see, or at least it bends around, but it, it goes on in a straight line uh, ahead of you in the direction you're already traveling. Down that way, a little further, you can see that there is something on the ground there that looks like a bundle of rags and sticks maybe
0: i guess if i'm ahead i'll kind of maybe if i haven't noticed it i'll just maybe sort of stroll through it until i kick it
6: okay oh i mean you'll notice it as you come up towards it because it is lying in the ground in front of you and as you get closer towards it you realize yeah it's it's not sticks it's a mummified corpse lying there on the ground, in tattered clothing, does it look like one of the conquistadors? No, from the clothing, the clothing looks woollen, maybe, so maybe a local could be I mean it's fairly badly rotten, but yeah yeah that, that, that's your
4: best guess, but it's definitely dead, right
6: i uh, I mean it's it's a mummified body lying there in. In rotted uh, woollen clothing,
4: Danvers just push it to the side and let's 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 keep going.
6: And as Danvers crawls over and pushes it to one side, its hand all of a sudden reaches up. And with its you know, withered, mummified hand, it clasps with an iron grip around Danvers's arms, and its head raises up, and just in the light of the lantern, you can see something white and gelatinous moving around behind the empty eye sockets. Oh, Christ!
1: Oh, Christ! he's alive! Help! Help!
6: And And is that a good place to leave this episode? Yeah.
0: Fantastic, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much everyone for playing, and thank you everyone at home for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, if you want to get in contact, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, my name is Jay Trey, You can find me on Twitter at hwr podcast. Um, you can find me on the podcast Facebook page, Discord page, Reddit page. Um, I'm sure we've probably got other ways of contacting us, and and I guess anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, Owen, uh, how can people get in contact with you? Anything you want to share or mention?
2: Hi guys, as always, you can contact me on the Discord. The Discord. If you want to get a link to it, is on my Twitter, which is at how we roll own owners e o g h a n. And if you want to hang out and chat with me live, I stream over on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash how we roll Come say hi.
0: Nice, um, Veronica. Uh, thank you again for playing. How can people get in touch with you? Anything you want to uh, share or plug?
3: Yeah, absolutely. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at typical Veronica. Although that is an Animal Crossing Twitter for right now, so <laughs> <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs>
0: Uh, Murph how can people get in touch with you anything you want to share plug or mention
4: uh, you can find me over at the Miskatonic University podcast at mu-podcast.com or over on the discord servers there and on twitter at mu underscore podcast can I redo nice. mine uh, I
3: forgot to plug my podcast <laughs>
4: put Adam of the crossing put Adam on the crossing yeah you can tell where her brain is right now
3: yeah
0: <laughs>
4: Of Jesus course, yeah, please stay.
3: Hey, everyone, thanks. It was so great to play. You can find me on Twitter at Typical Veronica, or you can find me in the GM seat in Welcome to St. Paxton.
0: Fantastic. And uh, Seth, <laughs> thank you again for playing. How can we uh, How can we find more of your work?
5: I think you want to plug up. Oh, thank you for having me. I am. Uh, you can find me at YouTube at my name, Seth Skorkowski, uh, or on Twitter at, uh, at S. Skorkowski. Uh, if if you can figure out how to spell my last name you can find me all the other places that I am
0: Amazing. Yeah. And uh, last, before I know easily, thank you so much, Scott. How can people find more of your work? Well,
6: thank you very much, Joe. Uh, yes, the best place to find me is at BlasphemousTomes.com, uh, which is the home of the Good Friends of Jackson Lies podcast. And it's got links there to uh, the work that I do and that my good friends, uh, uh, Matt Sanderson and Paul Fricker do. Uh, alternatively, if you want to try to find me on Twitter, I'll offer the same caveats about spelling my name, uh, but I am S. Dorwood on Twitter.
0: Thank you so much for Amazing. listening, and we'll we be do back. hope you've enjoyed the show. Sorry, like to out. hear more, and of what we'll, be do. You can find we'll be back next week. We'll be back soon with Call the Cthulhu next exciting and episode. more case of Strahd, and well, much much more. Both on iTunes, Spotify, anyone else you can find podcasts, but also on our Patreon, we release all our stuff early on Patreon, and we also have well a whole load of kind of Patreon exclusives. There's about twenty five Patreon only episodes in calling a complete, including a complete Call of Cthulhu arc, GM'd by Scott Dorwood. and we are working on two. Um, cult divinity lost arcs uh, dm'd by craig from red moon roleplay some really really cool stuff up there so um yeah do check it out it's about five dollars a month and well you keep us going we absolutely couldn't find the time um to put all the effort in that we we do to to make this show without the support of our patrons so thank you to so much to, to all of you um, i also want to wake, welcome our newest patrons so thank you so much daniel vera Thank you so much, Wait What Zero Zero. Thank you so much, Meg Joseph. Thank you so much, Moran Taylor. Uh, thank you so much, Patrick Pavesi. I hope I got that right. Thank you, Fabio Venturini. Thank you so much, Matthew Arthur. And thank you so much, Artu Kalunki. I'm sure I got that wrong. I'm really sorry. Um, we also want to say a big thank you to BattleBards, who have um, provided some of the music and sound effects that you've heard during the episode. You should definitely, definitely check them out. Um, And we'll be back next week, well, uh, probably with some Two-Headed Serpent. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, take care and uh, see you soon.